same melody line with a different instrument. Yeah. I see what you did. You're giving me notes in the middle of the playing of the song? Yeah. <sighs> How is that different from anything that wow. we've ever That's done? True. That's true. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm here with... Um, John Sylvain. John Sylvain. It's John no, Sylvain this Show. Is, is, this is John Sylvain Show. And take it away, John. John. John, 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 hello. Wake him up. Oh, John is across the pond, as it were. Why do they say that? It's not a pond. It's really big. It's not a pond. Is that like being British and cheeky? Yeah, it's being British and cheeky. It's a little pond we go over. It's a massive ocean. He's across the ocean or the lake, but not the pond. Also, what's the difference between a lake and a pond? Lake is bigger. Really? I don't know if there's oh. any. I, I don't know if there's a, a geological definition of a pond versus a lake. A lake, yeah. Because I've been to Walden Pond, where uh, David Walden wrote uh, Walden Pond. David Walden. Yeah, David Walden. David Walden. Wallace. David Thoreau Walden, who yeah, they named the pond after him later. Mm-hmm. But it's a lake. It's not a pond. I've been to ponds. They're kind of scummy and uh, shallow. But it's a lake. It's a lake. But Maybe they didn't. How was Walden Pond? It's very pretty. Was it, would you call it a lake if you didn't know the name of it? Yeah, I'd say, oh, that's a nice lake. Yeah. It's, I've, and I've been to ponds. I think I'm, Thoreau I'm, was just being, he was being humble. Folksy? Uh, he was, folksy uh, and humble? Folksy and humble. Hoaxy? Hoaxy? Fumble. He, uh, even though, yeah, he did not live in solitude the way that people say. Or oh, they, he didn't? No. Oh. He's like, mom brought him lunch every oh. day. Oh, I thought know? he was like out there for like, Six months. Yeah, and with then, his mom bringing him lunch every day. He had a his mom. He was a grown man with his mom bringing him lunch. Yeah. Oh, all I know something is something like that. I'm talking out my ass, but yeah. something like that. Uh, if you don't know the book, it's called Walden Pond. It's written by Henry David Thoreau in the early 1800s, 1830, something like that. I don't know. I, if I you know. have never heard this podcast, it's about a bunch of middle aged uh, men and a vibrant young millennial who. Talk out their ass. Yeah. John is sending his child off to college in England. Mm-hmm. Cassandra is celebrating a some sort of love uh, milestone today. A year, a dating someone a year. Dating someone a year. That's pretty... Do you know when you started dating your now wife? Yeah, in May, I mean, March of uh, 2000, uh, I don't know. 2014, something like that. Wow. I have no fucking idea. 2013, I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously not about you, but me and, and my, my wife. 14. I, I don't know. Yeah. May, uh, March of 2014. Yeah. I swiped left. She swiped. No. Aww. I swiped right. She swiped right. Aw. 
Yeah. Technology. Yeah. Well, see, I hooked up with my now wife while I was with someone else, and that was on her birthday, so I know that day, but then it was a year and a half before I broke up with the other girl, and then realized I had made a mistake and went back to the wife and then she took a week to think about it and then we went on a date. What was the date? <sighs> I think I think it was a fancy fancy restaurant like Soma or something like that uh -huh. on, on La Cienega. Sure. And it was super duper expensive. Not there anymore. No, no, no. Uh, spend, spend, spend. Mm -hmm. And also the previous administration was just like Let's go. Let's go eat here. Which meant I'm going to order a bottle of champagne and some nibbles, and it's going to cost me two hundred and eighty dollars. I went there on someone else's dime, and they, they handed me the wine list, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just get this sixty dollar bottle of wine. Very expensive back in the day for me or anyone." Right. Uh, but he was paying for it, and then he's just like. I don't know much about wine. I just order by price. Oh. And he bought an $800 bottle of wine. Okay. Yeah. Who was that, that? That was my memory of Soma. I, uh, name the person? I will not. <laughs> will not. Does but, he have the name of a guy who also sings in a band? No. Okay. No, That's no, not no. Who I think no, no. Not, okay. not who you think it is. It was a, a friend of mine's father. And, oh, okay. Uh, and I did have to blow him in the bathroom okay. for well, that, the, yeah. or a glass of wine. Yeah, he tapped you twice with his on your left foot with his right foot, yep. which means meet me in the bathroom for a little... I didn't talk while I was doing it, so well, that, I didn't make that noise. Oh, you didn't make... You're very quiet when very you, quiet. When you I mean, it's, a, it's a public bathroom. That's true. But anyhow, thank you. Thank you so much. For what? I, I meant uh, oh. I talking to my friend's father. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I think I took her there and... The waiter said at the end, is this a special occasion? And I said, yes, it is. And it wasn't. And they came with a dessert that said, congratulations. It was a special occasion. It was a special occasion. She w was embarrassed by it. So I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think that was the first date. But I could not tell you the month, the year, the date. Uh, it's just a blur. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about the news because normally, you know, the old format was I would bring up a story in the news and everybody shat on me. But everybody's not here right yeah, now. Yeah, it's just me. It's just I, I don't have the strength you have, you're, or you're, strength. You're, you have no strength or strength. Yeah. You're a weak-ass motherfucker. Yeah. And yes. have you been following this Gabby Petito story? I was hoping someone here would explain to me what's going on because it seems like there's a white girl missing. Oh, she's dead now. There's a white girl missing, and she will not be found. She or she's been now. found, she, and she is no yeah, longer. Yeah, so she was a an influencer. She and her fiancé, sure. mm -hmm. um, 23 and 22, mm. she was 22. They were traveling across the, the, the country and, and vlogging. Making content? Making oh, good. content. Thank God. Yeah. yeah, always make content. Always make content. Yes. Document everything. Yes. What's wrong with you? And uh, she went missing. Okay. Fiance showed up at his parents' house in Florida. Of course. And no girlfriend, no no fiance. And he's like, I don't know what happened. Hmm. Then he went missing. Oh dear. Still missing. He's still missing. Yes. And this cute blonde white girl became this uh, went on every digital uh milk carton. Her image was there and and they were searching for her high and low, and they found her, Where? her body Where? in Wyoming. Oh, no. Yeah, and she was 
they ruled it a homicide. Oh, dear. Yes. And the fiancé went missing. No, he's still missing. He's still missing. He's, he's still not, missing. He's not been not missing. All right. He's always... No, I'm asking you. I don't know, I don't know anything about yeah, the story. Yeah, so he went, he went to his parents' house. He was there, and they're like, we don't know what's going on. He was real cagey, wouldn't answer questions, and then just disappeared. And then he disappeared. He disappeared. So he killed her, and now he's fled. We, we, we don't. Allegedly. We, there, there's no, he's just considered a person of interest. He's a person of interest. FBI, yes. The FBI. Yes. Okay. But he, the, it, like, dominated the... the um, Twitter sphere? The Twitter sphere, the news media, all mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. And That's why I tried to avoid it, because I knew it's not really that important. I mean, it's horrible that someone went missing and died, but it's not, like, worth yeah. me gluing myself to... a screen and following sure and and uh, by the not, way not when wanna... ethereum is tanking like it is this week I'm, oh, wow. I, I'm just i'm there's, talking to my, my so many bros. so many reasons why my crypt, my crypt bros i gotta uh, get on reddit if you want to join us in the conversation nooner podcast as anthony did and he's in moab utah and running for city council and they there's a, a police video of them getting into a a domestic altercation or, or the police resolving a domestic altercation. Mm. They took her uh, back to a motel to cool off. They told her that the relationship was toxic. He, the cops did this? Yes. And he oh, was nice told... Nice cops. Yeah, well, she helps it when you're a, yeah. a cute white blonde girl. Yeah. With how many followers? Uh, a couple hundred thousand. No, oh, that's not that much. No, no, not that much. But uh, she... Yeah, so... The question really is, like, we have this focus on it, and of course it's a tragic situation. Is that the question? But no. why do we focus on this so much? Because she's a, a cute white girl, and meanwhile there are dozens and dozens of, of women of color yes. who are missing, if not hundreds, that get no media play so why why is that why is our focus so much on this one girl and it it hasn't heightened awareness about domestic abuse or uh just women disappearing people disappearing uh, but it's it's just about this one isolated incident kind of like uh the the girl who was lost in the Caribbean natalie what's her name um you know but there there are these cases that that sh- just pop up. And mm-hmm. and dominate, John Benet Ramsey, all these things, and it's it's always like a white, cute white blonde girl, you know. Is is this? Can I give you some notes on asking questions? No, because you gave not, me because okay. you're 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 you started the question. Answer well, the question. but you didn't ask. You never you never no, asked the I'm question. I'm asking is is, is well, this what's a the question, question of? Is this a? You gave me real time notes on my my music, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to give you real time so notes. Is this is this a? Is this the problem of media, or is this a problem of of people? That's a good question. Uh, both, I think, because it's a feedback loop. The media needs people, and people are addicted to the media, so they give each other. They, you know, they need something, a story like this, because it goes for days and days. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, the majority of people in this country are white, and so when they hear of a white person missing, that's sort of like that's what 
brings them that's the honey trap or whatever like oh it's a white like i know white people because i'm white and i think is it natalie holloway is that what you were trying to say yeah yeah because a guy reached out to me through a friend who was actually a prosecutor on a case of a african-american woman who went missing in baltimore he's a former uh, state prosecutor or something and in baltimore and he sent me all this stuff about very similar case she went to very intelligent young woman in college went went from Virginia to Baltimore to stay with a sister. Sister's ex boyfriend was there. Some weirdness happened. She disappeared. The boyfriend said, I, "I I don't know what happened to her." And then she was found dead. And then there was like a sex tape because she was messing around with him and someone else. And um, I was like, "He wants to do like a podcast about it." And he reached out. I don't know why to me, but because uh, you're so empathetic. No, but uh, no. No, but no, and he, uh, he, I asked him the very same question. Like, I've never heard of this case, and why, when a when a a twenty year old black girl goes missing and is murdered, there's no media attention. Yeah, and, and he who knows some, more about the black experience than you and me. No, you know? but I, I just, I, it's sort of why I ignored this story because I thought, oh, this is just the media going great. We're gonna milk ten days out of this. We're gonna generate uh, a, like a lot of noise around it. Um, she's got followers. We've got little pieces of video, and uh, strangely, like the guy who told me this, the prosecutor told me the story, who prosecuted the um, the guy, uh, the ex boyfriend of the girl's sister or whatever, who who was eventually charged with murder, um, has all the sort of sexy things that you want from a story like this, like a sex tape. Or mm-hmm. some video of them all messing around, and a, a, a very like poised, intelligent young woman who gets wrapped up with these sort of gross people. And I, you know, I was like, oh, well, me being a cynical news person, I'd be like, that's a great story. That's got everything you need. But it's because she's black. People just like tune it just, out. They just tune out. It just doesn't. It yeah. probably got some. If anyone is in Baltimore and they know the story, uh, Felicia Barnes, I think's her name. Uh, it, it probably got some traction there. But this is just like the whole country was like, "Where's this white girl? She's mm-hmm. she's she's missing." I mean, I think that's a great like sort of parallel story to pursue. And I think it's not just the fact that barely fifty percent of the country is white, but it's also that barely. Are, well, yeah. it's going to flip in 2030. Thank God. Yeah. But it's also that... But the whites control the media. Right, right. They control, the like, yeah, like, they're... The standards of, of, like, attractiveness are controlled by the media. Right. And, you know, nothing um, could demonstrate that more than uh, the, the this weekend's Emmys, you know? The Emmys for this weekend? Yeah. I was fucking nominated. I didn't know. What? Well, you didn't win. I did. Uh, they, I they called your name, and then yeah. they were like, eh, "Let's give it to Ted Lasso." <laughs> Who's Ted Lasso? Don't know. Sounds like a nice guy. Yeah. No. No. Um, no. No. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's. But also, we're to blame because J. I just want to give a shout out to JP for for providing me with episodes of of Ted Lasso. Who? JP. Who, oh, JP. Who, yeah. JP. But they said JB. JP Cutter. Who? Not JP, JB Smooth. Yeah, JB Smooth won an Emmy, I heard. Oh, yeah. But uh, the, for, a, for a Roku show that no one's ever heard of. But the top, the top six acting awards were all won by white people uh, from The Crown to Ted Lasso. There are white people in The Crown? Turns out. <laughs> Who knew? 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, most of the roles go to white people, so they're going to win most of the awards, I guess. Uh, um, I, I guess so. Yeah, but it, and it's changing though. But like Michael K. Williams was nominated for for what for Lovecraft Country. Oh, I didn't see it, and he did not win. And Debbie Allen. Got, oh, Michael K. You mean Omar? Yeah. Oh, why didn't they just give it to him? He I, fucking I passed know. away. Too young. I, know. I didn't then, know he was in Lovecraft Country. Oh, to check it out. Yeah, and um, it did not get renewed for a second season. I won't check it out. Uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to end on a on a cliffhanger. Yeah, don't don't cliffhang me into like. How well, we dare you? Get picked up. Yeah, and then uh, the let's see. Debbie Allen did win the Governor's Award. The it, fuck is that? I it's, it's sort of like Gavin Newsom came down and said, "I yeah. wasn't recalled, and here's an award for, for being Debbie Allen for being a, a black woman. Thanks yeah. for being a black woman in, in Hollywood." And, and by the way, I'm a huge fan of Debbie, Debbie Allen. I Who's love, Debbie Allen again? She, she's a choreographer. She's Felicia Brasad's older sister, I believe, or I don't know, sister. And she was the choreographer in, on Fame. She had an acting role and so she changed her name from I don't know Debbie I don't Rashad. Know. I don't know. No, no, no. Felicia Rashad used to be married to uh, what's his name, Rashad? Doc Rashad. Doctor Rashad. Doctor Rashad yeah. of the the Rashads. A sports guy. Okay, I don't, I don't know, I don't know all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, here's my advice to people: going, there's not enough diversity in the Emmys. Stop watching the Emmys. It's a joke. Don't. Who cares? Well, it's it's crazy. Like no, very. I, I don't know what what brought over the air. Emmys were one, you know, brought over the air. Like over the air shows won Emmys. What do you? What does it? What does that mean? You know, like ABC, CBS, oh, broadcast. ABC. Yes. Yeah. OTA over the okay. OTA. Come on, okay. get get don't, with it. Fuck off with your KPIs and your OTAs. Don't don't, don't get all don't, don't get technical geez. with me. R two. Yeah. Uh, no, they've given hey. now. Boop, 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 boop. Networks have given up. It's just let's rehash no, game shows. I don't think they've no, given up. they're trying. They're no. trying. They just cannot get a foothold. Uh, okay. Yeah. Who do you know who runs a network? My my buddy. My buddy Jeff. He bought me an eight hundred dollar bottle of wine. Jeff ABC. <laughs> From the AB, the ABC it's pronounced Absa, 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 <laughs> Jeff Absa, Jeff Absa. I run a little network over there. Disney bought us. I, I mean, maybe they're trying. I mean, they, they've they're on season nineteen of Grey's Anatomy. Is that really trying? Look, this thing works. People are still watching it. Just keep it going. I, I hope it. I hope it airs. In reruns in perpetuity. Oh right, you get a you get a taste. Yeah, I get a little, get get a a little, little nugget, little, little taste. nugget. No, I just feel like they don't. <laughs> no, it's difficult to program Speak. from eight to eleven, four to five nights a week. That's a lot of hours of programming. That's expensive, and no one watches that much TV. Or if they do, they have so many choices. And you know, Apple TV comes along, and they made what, like, eight or nine shows. And that lasts for six months, and you know they got to renew some and bring some in. But networks have to produce fifty to sixty shows like a year. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And if people aren't watching TV, I, I like or broadcast television, unless it's sports. Yeah, I, I don't like. I don't know the, how it's really sustainable. It's a much more complicated model because they have to also sell ads. Yeah. And they're bound by a lot more rules, the FCC, all that stuff. Yeah, and just, you know, 
people I know who worked in those worlds that they could promo stuff or they could have, let's just say Seinfeld's on and they put their real dog show that nobody like, not a show about dogs, but like a bad show that kind of stinks. They put it on after Seinfeld and people watch Seinfeld at Thursday at nine o'clock and then at nine thirty, Wings comes on. I don't know why Wings is a good show. I don't. Know. But just like there, you know, they just assumed oh, I'm going to watch TV for an hour. All right, at nine, Seinfeld's on. I love Seinfeld. And at nine thirty, it's uh, Empty Nest Two or whatever, like some crap show. Have you ever used a digital antenna? I have a digital antenna. Yeah, and have you ever programmed it? Oh wait, like, no. What, what is it? What makes it digital? That it it captures digital OTA signals. Oh, my TV does that. Oh, yeah. Over the air. Yeah, I know what it is now. No, now no, that you, you explain it, it to me, you could just say broadcast and be cool, but... No, no. Over the air. Because uh, it's not really... I, I guess it's kind of broadcast, but the... It is broadcast. What do you mean it's kind of broadcast? Every channel, yeah. like of the main channels, they are... A lot of channels, they, they break it up into sub-channels. So like on channel like whatever, and in, in where we live, it's like channel 18 has like 17 different sub-channels in... You know, that covers everything from like uh, Armenian broadcasts to to home shopping to all this stuff. So basically all these... You mean there are different frequencies at whatever 18 is, is being broadcast. Right. Yes. Not over the air, broadcast. Yes, but so. it is over the air because it's literally going over the air. It's broadcast over the air. We're both right. I, I feel like you're more wrong, but I'll I'll concede this point. <laughs> Begrudgingly, just join the point. Join yes, the point. I know what you mean. That okay, so eighteen is like and, some frequency that they're broadcasting. Yeah, Fox and like on channel and eighteen point one, two point five shows like Korean soap opera, Mash, and you know Petticoat Junction, like, and you know all, just all in, good stuff. You know, just in a, a never-ending cycle. Love it, Dick Van Dyke and whatever. And like, there's so much fucking content that's being broadcast, and like, someone's making money off that. It's like, are they? I guess I, I, they're putting it up there. They're selling some ad. You know, we're, someone needs to sell a reverse mortgage yeah, to whoever's boner pills and reverse mortgages. Whoever can't afford Netflix, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's just so it's so weird. Yeah, but my my wife was like watching Little House on the Prairie like daily at some point, you know, and I was like, really, we have Netflix, you know. That's all you have is Netflix. We have we have Hulu, Hala, and don't, don't just Hala. It's Hulu. Just, we all know it's Hulu and Habo. Habo Max, Climax, and sh- Slow Time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I have a, uh, uh, an antenna, and when you scan for the, all the signals, I only use it for football because I'm I'm not gonna pay. I don't need to pay for cable. To get a local channel, but I need when you're ready. One of the football. broadcast over the air networks for football, and I just turn you know my antenna on, and it's fine. Yeah. So, but when it scans, there's like 900 channels being exactly. broadcast over yeah. the air, and a lot of it, like you said, is Armenian or Korean. Yeah. Like it's definitely up, targeted at people who don't. I was setting up TV for my my mother-in-law, and I just found like and she's Armenian. I found half a dozen Armenian channels. She's not Armenian, but she's now fluent. Fluent in Armenian, in Armenian yes. It's amazing. She's watching it's Armenian amazing. cooking shows. Yeah. 
Uh, throw some more uh, cashews on that uh, baked item. It's delicious. And she, her vocabulary is very limited to cooking food things and uh, like soap opera like dialogue. But beyond that, she's... Yeah, so I guess that's it. Like L.A. is filled with a lot of uh, different uh, ethnicities and it's targeted broadcast programming for them. So I guess I, I don't... I, it's well, every time I look at it, I go, "Who the fuck is watching this?" But I guess your weird wife is watching fucking Little Horse on the Prairie. Little, doesn't like Little Horse on the Prairie. Little Horse on the Prairie. Doesn't Amazon Prime have all eighteen hundred seasons that you can I watch? Imagine. Yeah, it's just so weird. Yep, it's so funny because everyone. It was last week or whenever I was here. Somebody wrote in and said, "Oh, you always have good." show recommendations and i thought yeah i gotta start watching shows again i've just not been watching anything and this past week i just watched the last very last season of the sopranos for probably the sixth time season 6b the like last six why did you watch it because it's so fucking well done that's not why you watched it oh because the stupid movie's coming out and so youtube is just like promoting the hell out of anything soprano no you you just watched a youtube channel that made you want to watch it oh well yeah that's part of it yeah yeah all right i was did you get your answer no i was trying to you can redirect counselor i was trying it's like a fucking deposition not a deposition it's it's a reference to something that it's like in a talk show when they have a pre like it's like you ignore the 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 pre-interview and you're like no no i i never said that What's what pre-interview? We had lunch the other day when you talked That's, about you went on for like twenty minutes about how you watched this YouTube guy. I was deconstructing like so Sopranos, and now you're like. That's not what I sound like, is it? It is what you sound like. So hurtful. I was also on no propofil. Propofil. Go on on that. Go on and explain the YouTube thing. Well, there's a guy that what has been watching all the. God, it's like fucking pulling teeth from a toothless shrimp i mean it's like <laughs> what uh there's a guy who's breaking down every sopranos episode so i've been watching him on youtube and then i just got sick of thinking oh that's such a good episode i just started watching them so um, at six yeah but was that worth it <laughs> yeah because it's funny how like watching i don't remember anything from that fucking lunch because i was on pro- prop of propofil propofil watching youtube just like inspires you to watch regular TV. Yeah, it's all marketing. That's how you get there. I'm sure a part of the marketing for the Saints of Newark is paying uh, creators to do, hey, we're going to break down the final episode of Sopranos and tell you what really happened and all that kind of crap. Okay, but what I really wanted to get to in that story was like you have a propofil problem. Like, like we were going out to lunch, and you started acting crazy. Yeah, I love it. You just sleep like a baby. Yeah. So propofil is the 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 narcotic, the the anesthesia mm-hmm. that w- led to Michael Jackson's death. And like, so why were you taking it? Like, it's so. I'm weird. just kind of experimenting. I'm doing like a. You know how some people are microdosing mushrooms. I'm macrodosing <laughs> propofil. I'm trying to Michael Jackson. When the anesthesiologist turned to me, he said, "I'm going to give you propofil." You know. We've all heard of it. Propofil or propofil? I don't propofil. know. Propofil. Uh, we've all heard of it because it killed Michael Jackson. And, I, you know, of course, 
I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything, but I know. And you're like, I'm just here for the propofil treatment. But but also, I'm never. Why are you sticking something in my butt? I'm not really always face to face. And literally, we were face to face. I was on the gurney, and he was sitting, so his face was right here mm-hmm. with an anesthesiologist. And mm-hmm. the, my only reference to the world of anesthesiology is, oh yeah, propofil is the stuff that killed Michael Jackson. So I was gonna do a little bit. Like, oh, is that the stuff? Because he gets that three times a day. And then three times a day. He gets that 3,000 times a day. That's the last thing he wants to hear. So I said, give this, cut this guy a break. It's 8.45 in the morning. He's, he said, I'm going to give you some propofil. Right, Steve got a colonoscopy. I got a colonoscopy. He said, I'm going to give you a little propofil, and you're going to get a little sleepy, and it hurts a little bit going in, and it comes out. Like, it's, <laughs> it was so fast. Do you feel any pain? Pain? Yeah. From he said it hurts going in. Yeah, like, like as it enters your the bloodstream yeah. into your arm, and he was tapping it a little bit, Felt and then he, and he said, "You're gonna get a little." And I, as soon as he said, "You're gonna get a little," I just started to fall, like like in like you know that feeling when you're about to fall asleep and then you're like you're falling. Oh yeah, I, I had that. I'm like, oh, I'm it's falling. Great, I love that feeling. It's so great. And then you're just next thing you know, I'm awake, w- waking up. Yeah, in I, the next it's, room. It's not. It's not a fun high. I didn't have fun on it. It was just an instant high or whatever, instant sleep, and then instant. So what's wake wrong? Up. What's bad about that? Because I didn't. It didn't feel like I any time passed. I like Maybe I don't. You want you want to experience the camera yes. going up your ass? No, I want to experience a high, and I experienced what's nothing. Be- what's better than sleep? But it, I didn't have the experience of sleep. Oh, you wanted to like. Put the doors on yeah, and put a headband I, I on and be like a junkie. A, a, for... Like a Simpsons esque, like, you know, montage of me like dancing among clouds and having oh. pink elephants dance around me. Yeah, we'll we'll shoot some heroin sometime and you'll yeah? you'll get that. Yeah. That's what Can heroin I just is. Snort it? Or smoke it or whatever. But yeah, it's not heroin. It's not an opiate, I don't believe. No, but, it's not. So it just makes you go I know, but some people love it. I thought it was great. I woke up fresh and refreshed i felt great there was a guy across the hall from me he wasn't doing so good when he woke up he didn't know where he was he was trying to get the catheter not the catheter the thing that they all the stuff they hook you up to to heart rate and whatever Mm. he's trying to get it off and the nurse is going what are you where are you going you're in you're at the hospital (laughs) it was pretty funny i just i just woke up and went oh i'm back here Cool. Yeah, that's how I woke that's up. That's delightful. And I was like, "Why is my butt wet?" Yeah, it was a little. It was there was a moistness. Do they lube your butt up? Yeah, I I wish I could have. They lubed your butt up too. They didn't. So they didn't put hot. it in dry. That's hot. All right. I lube. I I did. I did notice that that morning I uh, cleaned the living shit out of my ass in the shower. Because I knew. Well, you were already. You, they give you stuff to clean the living shit out. The dead. No, shit. but I mean, when I took the shower, uh. just my asshole and my oh. whole, just my taint, everything just got lathered, rinsed, and then, and for probably the first time in my life, I relathered. I just said, Let, let's let's get everything nice and ship shape because there's going to be. Look at me so directly when you talk mm, about this stuff. There's going to be a lot of people looking at my asshole. And then I'm like, should I shave? Oh, do I want to wax right. my butthole? I just want to shout, just read a couple tweets. Okay. A- Anthony in Moab said, uh, "The um, what is super fucked up is two of my friends were murdered and raped, and then 
shot with a shotgun and the killer is still out there. The reason that my friends were murdered is they were hippies. And, uh, oh, and John Benet Ramsey now lives in Moab, Utah and owns an airplane company. Okay, I, I don't quite follow that one. And then uh, Tyson said, my friend went missing for over, a, for over a year, went missing for over a year and didn't fit uh, the blonde white stereotype, um, phenotype, yes. Um, and uh, JP says, the uneven news coverage thing is really tricky. If it isn't a media company deciding who gets attention, will the slack just be taken up by... Uh, scary black box algorithms. I mean, they're they're kind of the same thing. Um yeah, I mean, you know, now that like businesses these companies use algorithms to to like decide things. You sure. Know? And they know that hot blonde or cute blonde woman Yeah, like I said, like I don't sells. really like people get mad, oh, the media is just focusing on another white woman uh, no. in peril like no they're every they're, they're looking at very accurate fast feedback from p- what people are watching and go great we're not losing eyeballs we're actually earning eyeballs yeah and Keep, they're giving double the, down they're on giving it. the people what they want yeah so it's you weirdos who watch this yes. shit and and that's that is the the thing and and you can choose not to to that's why I chose not to. No, I think that I it's not, admire it's, it's, that about it's you. It's tough, but because I, I'm I out. No, yeah, you. I have one thing, but it's tough because you're out of the conversation. You're out of the loop. You're not like, and that's a really good subreddit if you're looking for something to subscribe to. It's called Out of the Loop, and people will do like, "What's up with this girl, so and so?" And she's found in Wyoming, and it's good for me because I, I don't want to follow the narrative. Uh, I don't want to get wrapped up in it. I, it's uh, you're being manipulated, which is, you know, that's entertainment is manipulation. But I, I like to choose. I'd rather watch Tony Soprano uh, go eat onion rings and then not hear the gunshot that gets. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. He dies in the end. Um, yeah. Allegedly. There, uh, there's a, a video game called Deathloop, which is just came out recently. And it's good title. Yeah. And it it's gotten great reviews. It's if anybody's played it. Just tweet in or email us, NoonerPodcast, NoonerPodcast at gmail.com. And it is um, this this company, Arcane, they do a, a bunch of sort of uh, like well-reviewed games that are never hugely successful, but like they have a lot of respect. But the, in Deathloop, you have no choice but to play a black protagonist, you know, a, a black male protagonist. And that's kind of... That's kind of not a thing, you know, like the, you know, either you get to design your own character right. or you play a white dude. I mean, you know, there there are very few exceptions or an Asian dude or an Asian-like dude with blonde hair. Yeah, you know? like a uh, we'll little for yeah. you and a little for them. Yeah. 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 Bl- blonde Asian guy. I mean, the, mo- the, the closest comparison I could come up with is like, Half-Life Alex, which is a, a VR game that very few people have played, and the like, the protagonist is half black, half Asian, but you can't tell just by looking at her because, like, you would just she just looks biracial, and you can't d- identify the two races. But in Deathloop, you play a black protagonist, and my immediate reaction was, like, 
oh, I guess they don't care about making money. Oh. You know, and which is terrible, you know. Yeah, I mean, everyone got mad at Hollywood over the past three, four years because... For changing the race of any character? Well, they're just like, they just hire white people. And well, but then the opposite side is like, if you change the race of any, you know, IP character, you know, established character, like, how dare they? Oh, yeah, like the Scarlett Johansson one. Yeah. But going back to my Your point, what, yeah, sorry, the sorry. point, you know, there was like a lot of pushback, like every sitcom starring a white guy and black people aren't represented. Asians aren't represented. And, you know, the system is blah, 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 blah. And the, the truth of the matter of Hollywood is it's, it's, uh, it, it appears on the outside that it's a sort of lovey-dovey kind of liberal, you know, progressive, forward-thinking. And a lot of the people on the other side of the camera are like that, and on the back of the camera. But, like, the business is so fucking transactional. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They right. want to make money. They have the black box algorithms. They know, yeah. That's and, what they're interested in. And, you know, I think we talked about it on the show. They had a bunch of black sitcoms in the 70s. Norman Mailer, uh, Norman Lear, sorry. Norman Mailer. That'd be a good sitcom. Um, and, you know, it worked for a while. And then audiences went somewhere else. And they don't care. They'll put anything on. They'll They'll put on... Those those test patterns for an hour if it got ratings like they don't exactly care. so exactly. you know this is that's what audiences want and I know that that's not representative of our country and our world but like that's what makes money I and every I now and then it. there is a disruptor like the seventies had black exploitation because black people were not seeing themselves represented on, in film and then you had Norman. Mailer. Norman Mailer decided to, to make sitcoms. Archie, Archie Bunker, who yeah. just beat up people. That's Norman Lear, too. I said Norman Mailer, but I meant Norman I know, Lear. but I, I added the beat up people. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, because, no, yeah. And so we're in this period now of, of like, a, a correction. Everyone's flipped out, and everyone's like, oh, we need to show all, you know, uh, the different sort of people who represent our country and our content, and I think it's great, but... What worries me is like the pendulum has swung really far in the other direction. And um, if people don't watch stuff, they're going to go back to the way it was. Yeah. They don't, they don't care. Like they want to win awards and they want to seem like we're progressive and we're all this. If people want to see a bunch of, you know, right right back to the news, Uh, black lives matter was a year ago. And now we're back to like, this white girl just disappeared and the whole country went, stop what we're all doing. Right, right. We're focused in on this. Right. And the news is, is not like, well, there's some really bad stuff going on here and migrants, they're like, fuck all that. Yeah. This, this girl. And I, I worry that, you know, they've, they've doubled down on shows about, uh, shows highlighting intersectionality, et cetera, without like, okay, is there, is there a, an active audience for this? And yeah, that's what worries yeah. me. And, well, that that's why I'm I'm excited. I, I, I was worried by Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings or whatever it's called. But oh yeah, when John corrected you on your pronunciation of that, what oh. the fuck is wrong with that guy? It's it, it's fine. Okay, but I was offended by it. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate. I did nothing to come to your. 
no, no, your but uh, defense, but I, I was... You're staying on brand. You had to you had to deal with your morality and staying on brand. And, and I, I appreciate that you Thank chose you. The, the right path. Thank you. But I, yeah, I, I think it was very tense because I was like, oh, this is going to be the, the shittiest performing Marvel movie. That was my fear. Mm-hmm. And then they're never going to give that uh, again. But they really put the right talent behind, like behind the camera and in front of the camera right and, and it and it, you know it is it's a marvel movie it's not like it's not high art or right, anything, right but right. it it's it was really good and it really made me happy watching it and it, i i got i got very emotionally involved because i'd never seen something like that in a mainstream i wonder if, like film. other film centers other countries that make films because they do outside of this country sometimes you forget are going through this like India has a bigger film mark, uh, industry than America, bigger than Hollywood. By volume or by, by I, I, I box think, office? I think both. Like, they make so many fucking movies. Oh, for sure. And there's 1.3 billion people, and yeah. they all go to the movies. Yeah. But are they like, well, but we're not seeing whites represented. We're not seeing... Well, I mean, I they mean there have, aren't a lot of white people but, there. But there is segregation in the movies. They have the Telugu movies. They have the... Right. You know the Hindi movies, so there there is a striation, uh, I guess, of of in that world. Yeah, that I don't understand. I, I, I barely understand this world. So that's yeah. But, but it's just interesting. Like China makes a lot of movies, but they're probably oh focusing on Chinese people. Like yeah, they're not. No, they're, they're not, not just focusing on Chinese people. They're cho- focusing on Chinese. Like government policies, sure, like, sure. There are so many TV shows ab- about Mao and and how great he was, ignoring the, the millions of people he killed. You know, allegedly. No. Oh. No. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I thought it was alleged. Uh, no. Did he ever go to trial? <laughs> uh, it's still alleged. Then I don't want. I don't want the Mao's coming after God. me with a libel you know suit. What? Now I gotta concede the point to you. Oh God. True. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a very kind of American problem, you know, because we're such a, like, wildly different, uh, differently ethnic country. And, yeah, I wonder if other countries, maybe in Europe, you know, like, are they making, I feel like Europe's pretty forward-thinking, and there's probably stories in France about that, that are not just about Gerard Depardieu-looking people. Like, there's probably uh, some cross-section of, of the types of people that live there. But that's the thing that, that worries me that we've, we've gone, Oh my God, we're so racist here in Hollywood. We've, we've got to make some fundamental system, systematic changes. And then they go too far and the audience goes, yeah, that's too much. Like we want to, we want a a banquet of different stories. We want something that reflects our lives (laughs) and our reality. And, you know, I think Bridgerton pushed a, a certain, like, fantasy, which is fine. And I really thought you got that. I fly. thought I got that fly, too. Yeah. But, um, Big, fat, meaty paws. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, when you start doing revisionist stuff and, like, start putting people, like, in Plato's Republic, you know, in the dramatization of that, you're putting multi-ethnic characters... Unless it's something as as purposeful as Hamilton, like I'm not interested in that. You know, ah, interesting. But I do want to see stories that are representative of of my experience. 
And see, I like both. Like I was, I'm a huge fan of the great on Hulu. Don't do your little funny voice thing, Hulu. And it's just uh, people are cast because they're good actors. But it's a comedy, ish. Yeah. 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 And so I can go go along with that. But I just like you know there there are I I forget that I'm watching an Indian actor or I think right, it's Pakistani right. but but that I'm just like oh I'm so into this character yeah, I need and this to, actor I need to watch that show it's I, so good I love those actors they're, they're the two main actors they're, they're and great. I believe the Anucci guy who does VP did um, that, David Copperfield uh-huh. with Do- Dev Patel as the yeah, lead right, I'm like right. okay cool I like and that he's the like, Green Knight and yeah like yeah I, okay I, I, I can go along with that. You know? And yeah, those aren't like comedies. Those are heavy right, dramas. Right, right. So I'm not like obsessed with oh verisimilitude of race. The verisimilitude of race. That's yeah. uh, uh, that's the name of my uh, autobiography. Uh, but yes, at the same time, I like stories about worlds that maybe I don't live in. You know, like yeah, white Jew. Yeah, I've uh, I've seen Woody Allen. We, we we've been well represented. Lot of neurotic Jew yeah. movies. I'm gonna like, do my Holocaust movie with all Chinese. People. I love that. That yeah. would be great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I feel yeah I, I I've definitely seen like culture that I grew up in on screen feel represented feel seen. I, I'm totally cool with like no, oh that is a very good point. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's see what's going on over here. And I remember uh I was in college I was taking Spike Lee's class and I was so excited for. Uh, Crooklyn because it was like from the point of view of like a 10 year old black girl and this is like in the 90s yeah and I was like when the fuck are you ever going to see a movie from the point of view of a fucking nine year old black girl like I was just so excited and then I saw the movie and I was like eh not the great not the greatest Spike Lee movie but I appreciate him and I appreciate Telling stories from worlds that like Beasts of the Southern Wild. I never saw it. Is it good? I've never seen it. I don't know. It's just talking about a story about being told from a uh, Yeah, but this was like, you know, twenty years ago. Like that now things are a little more different. But just being a dick. Um I was and I was telling someone recently about what's the one about um trans sex workers in Tangerine Tangerine. Shot on an shot, shot on, on an iPhone. iPhone. Yes. yes. To all you budding filmmakers, look at your phone. You have a camera. Yeah. Use it. Don't. And the, and the new iPhone, it does like digital rack focuses with <laughs> rack focus. So rack you, focus. So you can use a technology that pretty much peaked, or a, a cinematic style that peaked in the '90s and was used yeah, pretty pretty heavily in uh, Law and Orders. They love a rack focus. It's used in everything. Nah, you don't see them that much anymore. I don't. Tell that, me the last time you saw a rack that's focus. That's only because you watch YouTube. No, I watch movies. No, they, 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 no, 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 no. Yeah, they don't no, use. No, no. Yeah, that's it's fine. Uh, uh you know, is, do I want? Do I know anything about being trans and being a sex worker in Hollywood? No. And I thought, all right, I'll give this. I'll give it a go. And I fucking loved it. It's a great movie. That director is really. Very talented, really impressive. Very good acting, and uh, you know, I, 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 am not the, I'm not the audience. That's the problem. The audience. You were the audience because you watched it. I meant the gra- the greater audience. Like, that's a niche project. But do you think that that's that filmmaker? I can't remember his name. Let's but, call him David Jones. 
let's call him David Thoreau. No, let's call him David um, Walden. Th- Walden Thoreau Pond. Walden Thoreau Pond. Mike Pond. Mike Pond. So, do you think that he set out like I have an audience and I'm I've constructed this story to fit my audience, or do you think he's just like this is interesting to me? And I'm shooting with iPhone. I think it's interesting to him, and the barrier entry is pretty low because he used a phone. But that's not, and that's an outlier. That's a movie that then got a bunch of buzz at festivals, and you know, like all of this marketing went into reaching me, the the distant audience who never heard of such a movie. That's kind of hard to replicate. But how many Hollywood trans prostitutes saw it? Um, all of them. All two of them. All two of them. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I don't know. You know, I I think the reason the movie works is not because it's about these different people and but, hey, right. Libby's, you need to fucking hear me roar. Right. It's a compelling story of about people about love. Yeah. And it's yeah. why I really connect with uh behind the candelabra. I'm not a Liberace fan at all, and I'm not a gay man, but I found the love story to be so compelling and curious and interesting and a time capsule when you couldn't be out and just like so many things were interesting to me. And you are into butt stuff. And I love the fact that Matt Damon was the top. I just, I was always assumed that he'd be a bottom. I, You know, so yeah, it's, but I'm, not the typical audience member, you know, like the typical audience member maybe isn't as interested in those kinds of stories, in those kinds of emotions. They kind of want to see, yeah, the typical audience member is studying this girl who was f- fucking found dead. Like that's real basic, real no, easy to was understand. Was she hot when she, she was dead? Was like, she hot? I don't I, I don't mean, even know what she looks like. No, like, I mean. But that, is she hot? I, I, like my whole yeah, is she like a seven? <laughs> was she a seven? Exactly. Like, I mean, and that's just like so gross and and Thank you. weird and perverse. And but that's kind of how news works. You know, that's why there's tabloid journalism. That's why the National Enquirer sells, you know, or, or at in its heyday made yeah, it does, you know hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, I, and I also think just to to pig pile onto this. I think the news is responding to the marketplace, which is now obsessed with true crime podcasts. Like they're just so huge. And, you know, there's one playing out live in front of you rather than, you know, a couple of people reading stories of this podcast years after it's happened or while the investigation is going on. Like you're, you're a part of a podcast or a true crime podcast that's happening right in front of your eyes day to day. So I feel like there's a little bit of them trying to grab that audience, grab a little bit of that excitement. I don't know. The whole thing just makes me grossed out. I don't know. Why are we talking about this? Let's talk about uh, football. No, you don't want to talk about football? All right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just... I, it that's the way the the system works is they're like shit true crime podcasts are they're they're stealing our audience like they're they're we're we're losing wait they're winning your audience they're winning our audience we need to win our audience back so let's focus on a true crime thing that feels like 
you know, hey, it can be a little bit of those people that just consume tons of true crime podcasts and a little bit tabloid television. It's a white girl who disappeared and her boyfriend is sketchy and he's disappeared. You know, it's got a kind of law and order SVU vibe to it. I don't know. It's just it's creepy. I, that's why I, I don't participate in it. Like, I yeah, just but I don't. It, it is hard when you're like. When your wife is obsessed with it? <clears throat> yeah, or no, just like yeah, when no? you're, you're just, I don't know, you're, you're scrolling through your feed and that comes up again and again. You're like, well, what is that all about? Yes, there's some serious FOMO that goes through your mind when it just shows up in your feed and you go, I know what this is. I know it's not going to make me happy. It's not going to give me anything. But shit, if I'm out with some people and they're like, oh, my God, they found the, the boyfriend. And you're like, which boyfriend? Oh, you're not up with. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Fiance. The fiance. Okay. Fiance. Yeah. When do they get engaged? Like, you know, you feel that's why I go to that subreddit out of the loop. Like, just bring me up to speed real quick. Yeah. That's why I come here. So because because Cassandra, I'm sure, is into this fucking bullshit. And she's probably it's, I mean, it's as, it, it's no different from any other bullshit that that circulates around. You know? Yeah. I mean, just like every TV show is inconsequential at the end of the day, but we just no. get engaged with it. Oh, not hacks. Not hacks. Not hacks. Oh, All Gene right. Smart. One on Emmy. I, I realize that I, I I think I'd fuck Gene Smart. Oh, she, my God. She, she's beautiful. If she but, was like, let's let's do this, I'd be Hall, like Holland Taylor and Gene Smart. Who? Uh, from Bosom Buddies, she ran the. Oh, I met her. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, she was on Two and One Half Men. She doesn't bat it for our team or whatever. Oh, she's not straight. No, oh, no, no. but uh, Gene Smart is. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. She's a widow. Oh, she is. Yeah, oh, she's available. <laughs> You're not. I just love that my wife got like. Fucking Tom Brady on her F list, uh, John Ham. You know she's got like just bimbos, just stupid hot men. And me, I'm like, I'd fuck Gene Smart. I need a lot of lube because it's real dry down there. But I would fuck the shit out of Gene Smart, and I would fucking, I would not stop talking about it. Your dick is dry. No, her vagina is dry. Yeah. Oh, Jesus you got it. You got Christ. it. You put it together. You don't understand comedy. I do, do you? not. I do not. Ugh. All right, she I, got a real dry puss, but that's you know what? We're I, gonna dip into the mail sack. <laughs> mail sack. Every I, like, how do I stop it? How do I nip it in the dry bud? Uh, yeah, that was great. I also feel like with Tyson, Gene, with Gene can I, Smart, can I, I just get that on like <laughs> implanted in my my body? So every time I talk to Kruger, I can just play that when he just starts talking nonsense. I feel like Gene Smart would um, she'd do well with uh, like a lot of massage. Like, I'm very good at massage. I have really big fucking meaty paws, and I feel like a part of the foreplay would be me just like massaging her okay, for hours. Second half half of the podcast is just going to be steve giving me a massage okay i'll give you a massage but i'm telling you i'm very good at it you'll be like i feel like i want to just take my pants off and see what happens that's not what a massage is it isn't no. not mine so did i'm see are we in the mail sack yeah we're okay, in the read, read the mail because I, I i realized i think we went off on a tangent last week we did in our doesn't the mail sound sack. like us but also i was going off of two hours sleep and why don't you sleep? What's wrong with you? Oh, I was super stressed out, but we'll get into that okay. later. Oh, uh, but did we talk about Paul? Have you tried propofil? Paul, longtime listener, infrequent mail emailer. 
Uh, I'm sorry if this is a repeat. I, I, my no one listens to the show. Yeah. No one. Cares. Yeah, I'm a no bit one. behind in the show. My wife and I had a baby this year. Yeah, was, you read this. Okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah, it was um, good. It was very good. He he listens to the show. Yes. Where is he from, Paul? Uh, he's from Canada. Oh, uh, we're, we're so what, big in Canada. You know what the Chinese word for Canada is? The words Canada? No. Oh, Janada. 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 Yeah. So it's just Canada with a J. <laughs> no, it's Janada. Janada. Yeah. Where's the accent? <laughs> okay. And then Corey was like, "I just listened to re-listened to Subterra. Thanks for making yeah, it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh. We're making a second season if Marty will ever record himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Anthony, like, I don't think I got to Anthony's email, and that—that's why I felt felt bad. So I'm not sure. Hi. So I'm not sure if you have all the names for the upcoming presentation you are all doing, but here are some good ones. Willie. Uh, Fisterbottom, Willie Fisterbottom. What is this? These are names for an upcoming presentation. What presentation? You know the ones with funny names. Willie Fisterbottom. Willie Fist or Bottom? Fist her bottom. Fist her bottom. Ah, yeah. Uh, or will the finger do gently? <laughs> Oh, Anthony, you got a laugh from Cougar. That's a rare oh. rarity. <sighs> so lowbrow, but so delightful. I, sometimes, you know, I think Norm MacDonald didn't, he was not lowbrow, but he was like dad humor, but yeah. he he elevated it to a beautiful, beautiful art. I've been listening to so many of his really ridiculous jokes that you cannot retell. It's kind of like Steve Martin. In his heyday, when in the like late 70s when he was doing making a half a million dollars a day in vegas doing two shows a night mm -hmm. is was, that where he had the the arrow through his yeah, head yes and yeah. he's doing these jokes that are not funny no but the way he did them was hilarious and i loved it i loved it i i listened to the albums i i watched I was never a Steve Martin fan. I never thought uh, I was. I don't think he told fan. jokes. He no, was, he, he was doing like a bit. He he, he was doing bits. a parody, right. of a shit comedian. Yeah, and that's kind of what Norm Macdonald did with his stories. Like he would just relish in yeah. in just like making you suffer through these jokes, and the payoff was like small, but it, somehow it was huge at the same time. Mm. It is a really amazing art that they're they're very different comedians, but they they sort of parallel in that they didn't give a shit, you know, uh, about the conventions of of the medium. Do you know who uh, Neil Hamburger is? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, cool. moving on. Good. <laughs> good. Good chat. No, he does the sort of similar thing. He's yeah. he, he's a comedian. He's a stand up, but he's kind of doing a character that's a really kind of bad unfunny stand-up and it's uncomfortable he's his hair's all greased down and he looks like he's a mess and the punchlines don't quite work and he just doubles down on it and stands there and yeah it, it's interesting to watch i don't know if i'd you know go out of my way to see neil hamburger but i don't know I, I, it feels like it's in the same wheelhouse well the one thing that was interesting when conan o'brien in his podcast don't listen to it. It's no good. It, I mean, 
this is far superior, but did he go to Harvard? Yeah, he was lampoon, right? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get into Yale? Yeah, no. He, uh, you know, it's he lived in Brookline. It's you, you jump on the green he, line. Yeah, you he, go to Park uh, Park Street. You change the red line. It, two stops, and you're in Harvard. Yeah, it's like, he and Mike sure they were just like lampoon all the way. I don't care about. Harvard. But he li- like he lived there already. I know, like, but he why, was why? he was so. Uh, I mean, and to his credit, he had a goal in mind. He's like wanted to be on the lampoon. He did it. He did the lampoon. Yeah, and Mike sure did the same thing. He did not come from Brookline, but. You came from the Midwest somewhere. Yeah. But um, yeah, great, great comedy minds. But um, he was saying that, that, um, that what's his name was, was like that off. Norm camera. McDonald. Yes. Norm McDonald. He, he wasn't was, doing a bit. He was not doing a bit. That's just kind of his general persona. I can believe that. Yeah. Because uh, Steve Martin. It's not like that character. No, he's like not that, that was a right. that was not like a character. That was a bit. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was like, this. Even as a kid, because I was a, a wee lad when he was big. Oh, you were so smart. No, and insightful. No, I was. I, I I think I I have a uh, one of my superhero skills is I can detect falseness, and I just could tell that he was putting on airs. He was doing something. And thought he was so fucking smart, and um, he wasn't telling jokes. And I liked comedians that had jokes or bits, you know. Yeah. I mean, when I was a little kid, I thought Bill Cosby it was hilarious because he he didn't really tell jokes, but he had really well but thought. You through. just said that you liked comedians who told jokes and stories, oh. and he had jokes too. I would say he had jokes. All right. I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, he and and he was probably not. Who he really was off stage? Which you was, don't think he uh, never mentioned the the roofing people on stage. I, I did. Oh, actually, he did mention Spanish Fly. Yeah, and I did see him uh, at the Glass House once, kind of trying out some material. We talked about uh, drugging and raping women, and it just wasn't landing. It was kind of you know, I don't know. Just uh, half the room got it, and the other half were like, "Is this is this Bill Cosby?" Wait, wait, which which club is this? Ice House in Pasadena. Oh yeah, you know he just you know he's in Orange so, he, County that would have killed. Yeah, yeah. He just drops in and he was just like, I'm gonna try. Uh, I'm, I might do a an hour on me and how I rape women after <sighs> I drug them. <laughs> no, I was I, I was sort of raped and drugged <laughs> the other day. I just took you to lunch. Okay, I no, didn't touch no, no. You before that, before that, oh, I mean, okay. I was drugged and I woke up and my my butt my butt was moist. And there'd been something, and there's still something inside me. They're huh. like the 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 metal suture will come out in six to eight weeks, and 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 oh, oh. well, you have a metal suture. in Yeah, you? they took a polyp out of my colon. Oh, jeez, it's nothing but six to eight weeks. So every time I go to the bathroom, I have to fish through it to see if there's Why? a staple because they're like, if it doesn't come out in six to eight weeks, get an MRI, and we'll like, how am I? Do I have to look at all and of my like, Oh, there it is. There it is. I felt it. Oh, yeah. I'd have to get like a metal detector and put it over the <laughs> toilet bowl every time <laughs> I go to the bathroom. I, it's, uh, I thought that was a weird... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can eat metal because there's metal inside of me. <laughs> like you can eat like a staple and you'll... Wow. Uh, right. It went the other hey, way. Hey, everybody. Hey. Eat staples. Or put them up your... Yeah. Steve Owens. Oh. 
writes in. Yes. Hi, kids. Finally, after three weeks, two nooner, ep- two nooner episodes dropped this morning. That was my fault, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. So I- I'm listening to the one from a long time ago, I guess three weeks. Anyway, after a long hiatus from you bozos, yeah. it was good to hear the show again. Oh, thank you. It reminded me how uninformed you are. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making me feel better than you again. Have a great show, Steve. You know, that's what we live to do. He's more informed about the world than, than we? Yeah, because we're a bunch of numbnuts. I, 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 there are many things you could say about us, but I wouldn't say that we're that misinformed. Uh, well, I, I think that my information is slightly missed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then don't listen, dude. No, he makes him feel better about himself. Oh, right. He he listens because yeah. he says, "I know these whatever, things." Whatever, whatever it takes. Because I watched. Uh, don't take it personally. I don't take anything. I don't have any you personality, sound, so sound, that nothing can be personal. You sound offended. I'm not offended, but this guy. But but I'm gonna. I'm gonna this guy. But this he guy. Has a name. He has a name. I don't want to say his name because it gives him power. It's your name. N- not the same last name. Let's call him Mike Pond. <laughs> So he thinks because he watches uh, he, no, no, he watches he, Fox News all day long that no, he's he more doesn't informed. Watch Fox News all Newsmax. No, you're you're OAN. You are you are just projecting. You are lashing out because you feel offended and and accused. No, just wear it as a as a badge of honor. Okay, I will. All right, I'll take your advice. Hi, nerds. He goes on. Oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> Don't call me a nerd. You were talking about jury duty a few oh, weeks God. back. Just relief today, fuckwads. And we're asking each other if any of you have served. Mm-hmm. Well, I have not served on a jury. I did get to pick a jury and represent myself a few years ago in a traffic violation. Wait. Is there footage for for that? I would love to see the voir dire. Y- you uh, get to have a jury for a traffic violation? Well, we don't know the, the level of the traffic violation. They were bodies. In L.A., they you just go in front bodies. of a judge, and he says, I'll reduce the fee. Just get the fuck out of here. And they, you walk out. Like, you don't, you don't, it's not like the Brady Bunch where you have a whole trial with, with, <laughs> with witnesses and um, dioramas and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's he, Texas for you. He did say it was one of the more fascinating experiences I've had. So much fun playing lawyer and cross examining not only the police. Oh, Jesus. But myself, too. <laughs> objection, Your Honor. Wait, you're, you're just objecting, objecting to yourself. I would love to get myself on the stand and then ask myself a question and then go, objection, asked and answered. I just love that is my like sweet. Whenever the wife asks me a question and I answer it, and then she does like a, another lap on yeah. the subject and goes, "So should we go Tuesday?" I l- yeah. it is my absolute you favorite thing. You are the old uncle who's just has asked a, and answered a, counselor, a, pack, <laughs> a, a little pocket of 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 just one liners yeah, that yeah. you just pull. Oh, out. I love it. Asked and answered. Oh well, because I feel like I'm being deposed a lot of the times with her. She's always trying to get in more. Where are you going later? I said out. Where are you going out? Outside. Well, who are you seeing? I don't need to tell you. I, I, you know, she just gets flummoxed when I won't give her because you don't communicate with her. I communicate with her all the time. I just don't want to tell her everything I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so I play hostile witness, and she just doesn't go, ah, go, go do whatever the fuck you want. Are you going to go have sex with Gene Smart? I don't give a fuck. Wifey, what do you think about that? <laughs> oh, wifey said that she, Gene Smart, that your wife had a good speech at the Emmys. Ooh, my, my, uh, my weekend wife. Uh, so Steve just wanted to let us know that when he represented himself, yeah. he won. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, justice prevailed. Who fucking has time to go to court for a traffic violation? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did once when I wasn't working, and it's hours. I don't know. It just seems like a it just pay the fucking fine and move on. That's not how. That's not how the justice system works. No, that's not how people like me who just have to be right every time, like work. But oh, see now, I wish he had like called in because I'd like to know more. Like, was he was he Whoa, truly wrongfully accused are, of his you crime? You're laying down a terrible precedent. <laughs> Steve, please call in no, next no. week. No, Steve, come on by. The, come the, on by or call in. The, I want to know. The door is unlocked. Because anytime... You know where I live. Anytime I've uh, been pulled over by the cops, I clearly did what they pulled me over for. Like there's, you know... You I, smuggled those... No, I didn't. I did a California stop at a stop sign, which means you run a stop sign. You Just know. say you ran a stop sign. I did a California stop. Just say you ran a stop sign. Uh, speeding. Obviously, I was speeding. You know, like I'm not. Jesus, I was going 15 miles an hour. You said I was going 130 miles an hour. Like I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I want to know more. I'm, I'm fascinated. Call in next week, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll give you a number. Yeah. Here's Marty's home number. Hey, hey. Three two three. I don't have a home. Five. Number. That's the fucking bit, dude. I'm the bit is. I don't want you to give him my real number. I could give out your number. No, I have a home number. Well, I'll give him the, the Scientology only, Center's uh, main line. I'm the only one in LA who has a home number. Do you have a home line? No, oh, of course not. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Do you have a fax line? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I don't want to get your, like... <laughs> I'm going to send you some faxes. Yeah, just like your butt on a fax machine. No, dude. You just send, like... Uh, you just put black construction paper in, in, and you send, like, a bunch of black faxes and it just eats through their cartridge. <laughs> Wow, it's good. It's a good prank. Uh, you you really showed me. So, a few weeks ago, are you still reading? The a e- month ago? No, no. That okay. that's no. lost to the emails. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, oh no, a- Anthony sent one in. Said, "Wonder if you have got special guest sit-ins when the other nooners are gone." No, no, we don't have any. Who guests. wants to sit in on this? Does Kyle want to come in? Sure, he'll, yeah, he'll come all right, all right. He's in He's in England, but he's, he'll yeah, come, he'll come yeah, back. He's doing something five. Avenue five. Yeah. Yeah? All right, when, when he's back, we'll have him in. I'm going uh, to have this Norm MacDonald writer guy come in. Norm MacDonald you're going to have in? Norm MacDonald's writer guy from Saturday Night Live. You're going to bring in Norm MacDonald? Yeah, I'm going to bring in the corpse of Norm MacDonald. How, How dare you? How dare you? I told you who I'm bringing in. That's it for the mail? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Can we so, end early? No. Oh. No, we're not going to end early. I mean, we can end a little bit early, but but not not when I'm on such a roll. <laughs> How dare you? Asked and answered. <laughs> <laughs> such she gets so mad and she's just like you know I'm going to say it. I almost blame her like she knows how I act and she still and I still is, invite you back. I know like just 
get ahead of it. Do you know what Horizon Workrooms is? What is it? Horizon Workrooms. Is it like WeWork? No, no. It, it is a, a an application that is uh, was introduced by Facebook, where people attend meetings, but they're wearing their Oculus Quest 2 headsets. Cool. Yeah, so you're sitting in a virtual meeting room and everybody has a, their own seat and like virtual place in this massive space, virtual space. And you can like look and talk to people and like the, like the sound moves. It, this is part of his like envisioning of the metaverse. His? Mark's. Mark's. Mark Pons. Mark Pons. Mark, Mark Thoreau Pons. So you have to, to, in order to go to a meeting at work, you have to put on Oculus masks. Yeah. And then plug yourself into your computer and you can look around. Yeah. Yeah. And you can actually like look at people and then like you're not just looking at a camera, you can actually look at them and then you, but there, it's an, a cartoon avatar of yeah, themselves. Yeah. Like Second Life. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but better. Cuter. Cuter. Not better, cuter. And can you like fight people? You know, can no, you, this is, is a, like a, a is business there, tool. Is it gamified at all? No, it's a business tool. Ah. So uh, the person who's leading the discussion can be in the front and have their PowerPoint or whatever the Facebook equivalent of that is going on. Like, do you. Facepoint? Facepoint, I think it's called. Keypoint? No, I think you were right the first Face- time. Facebook has its own I don't know deck do. making I don't know if platform. they do or not. Ooh. But do you like so Quest 2 users can can sign up and use this right now. We can get a whole like we could do this now. I, I don't see the value added. Why not? Cuz <laughs> you got to put a thing on just to look at a cartoon version of Bill from accounting, and that guy's a fucking tool anyway. And uh, no, I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't see why it's why you feel like you're there as opposed to Zoom or. So, do you have a problem with Zoom meetings or no? I don't have a problem with them. I don't particularly love them. Do you I, prefer doing it in person? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I think. And I was having a discussion uh, with this agency I'm working with now, uh, really boring, kind of high-level management-y, marketing-y meetings. So great when you're in Zoom because you can just turn your camera off and just put your feet up and go, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. This is so fucking boring. Yeah. Like, it's great. Because if you do that in person, you look like an asshole if you put your feet up and just put both hands over your eyes and go, not here. This is so, you know, like that's inappropriate. Yeah. So, and to have some distance from, like, I, like, the agency that I'm working at now, they have an all hands where it's just a bunch of like updates from the various projects. I don't need to be there. I don't need to see Kelly talk about blah blah blah, and then throw it over to Bill, and Bill talks about blah blah blah. I think that's perfectly acceptable on Zoom, but I have struggled personally and gotten some uh, confirmation from other people that like creative stuff super fucking hard on zoom it's just yeah running a a, a show like 
yeah, running a writer's room like that? Just anything creative. Just like, hey, let's talk through this idea and let's let's punch it up and make it bigger and better. And I'm just like looking at boxes and I don't know when to speak and, you know, right. and you're talking over each other. And there's a reason why, let's just take comedy, you know, like it doesn't work on Zoom. You can't just like, look, there's just like an energy in a room. Might I suggest horizon workrooms i just don't think it's any different it's just like a cartoon person trying to be creative like i i think you need to be i I, okay let's take this podcast as an example i feel like when we're all together all four of us there's just better energy you just there's a, a sense of rhythm and you can anticipate things better and you know when Cassandra's going to run her fucking mouth and John's going to laugh. And when we're on the Zoom, it's two-dimensional. Like, I, I don't I don't have that same but sense I of the room. I can mute you so much easier. I know, but that's part of the joy for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I've enjoyed uh, the in-person so much better. So much more because yeah, it just feels sure. and also faster we, and fresher. We haven't had human contact in f- so fucking long. And yeah, that, that, well, that, now I live I with like, someone, so I've had human contact. I'm just mm, asked an answer. That's not what she thinks. I know <laughs> she doesn't consider fucking, human contact. Yeah, I'm just like an alien living in her house. But just I, that's why I'm saying, in terms of creative, it's it's more difficult when you're separated. Well. It, Yes. And, That's my opinion. And JP says that hopefully I and face tracking will get um, bundled into the next gen- generation of VR headsets. The idea of spending virtual meetings staring at dead-eyed cutesy avatars with bad lip sync sounds like a nightmare. Absolutely. but It sounds like a gimmick. It sounds well, like, oh, it'll be fun. And then, okay, guys, we're having a meeting at four. Ugh. Who doesn't have an Oculus thing? And, right. Oh, mine's not working. And like, great, great. Let's just all jump on the fucking phone. It's so much easier. It's phone is not great either. Nah, it's but it's probably better than than what this thing is. But uh, try Zucker- try again, Mark. Mark Zuckerberg really is like he is fully invested in VR and what they're calling calling the metaverse. Sure. And uh, Roblox is uh, do you know what Roblox is? I know the word. It's a it's a game platform where they basically sucker kids into making games that other kids play so they don't have to like code. Well, the the company doesn't have to make content themselves. They have kids make content and then other kids play it and it's basically like you know legos in- or youtube or you know like hey you why don't you guys go make stuff and then you right. guys watch it and right we'll, and i will we'll give you a little taste of the advertising yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i like it yeah but they are heavily invested in generating a, a vr platform and that, that is like the next i think uh horizon for technology for for how we connect it's amazing for gaming, VR. I have not done VR gaming. I've never worn an Oculus headset. It's really good. Yeah. But the games themselves are not super elaborate yet. I mean, I guess there's some some ones, some of them have like adaptations. I think like, you know, um, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. 
It's in its infancy, not unlike the personal computer or that guy Sinclair just died. And I remember like, oh, I had a Sinclair computer back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, think about not that long ago, your computer was bricked. It didn't talk to other computers. And you'd have to type in, you know, a bunch of fucking basic commands. And it's like, hello world. (laughs) 10. 20. (laughs) Go to 10. Yeah, go to 10. Uh, if then, yeah, like you know, you could make uh, a little dot move around the screen, and that wasn't I that couldn't. long ago. Well, I mean, sure, I couldn't. Okay, don't rub it. I, in I'm my not. Face. You're not a coder. You're you're more of a Renaissance man. I uh, I steal code. Yeah, I, I'm very good at stealing code. So we're in the infancy of it. You know, dot matrix printers were like, oh my god, it's amazing. It looks awful. You can't believe how bad printers were oh. and then they got amazing then they like well then they got a daisy wheel printer right yeah but uh, you know give it five years it's still too new and not enough people have it and they haven't found that like killer app which is not you could have you could have your own meeting with other right. little avatars and talk to them but what is it what is it going to take is it going to be what JP was saying. Is it about eye movement? Is that going to make things real, or is it going to be like something that attaches to your dick? Is it going to yes. be no, like uh, no, no, like, but but not joking. I, I mean, as, joking I, aside, exactly. it's always porn. Like porn yeah, is yeah. always dragging us into the next iteration yeah. of technology because everybody watches porn. I mean, allegedly. I don't allegedly. No, it was so funny. I was just talking to a millennial, and we were we were at this house. And I'm like, oh, this this house looks like uh, '90s porn. And she was like, why did you did you watch a lot of porn in the '90s? And I just looked at it and went, yeah, I did. I watched a lot of porn. <laughs> like, I was of a certain age, and yep. this, this looks like '90s porn. Like, I am not embarrassed at all about porn um, from the '90s. But uh, porn is what got you know what got it, us into Blu-ray. Porn is what it, it, got us into helped, different frame rates. It helped de- develop filmmaking, you know? Yes. Like it, it, it's been a huge driver it's, in every there's medium out there. There's never a shortage of 14-year-old boys who want to see people fuck. Or 35 or thir- or what? But, I mean, there's, like, the world never stops producing 14-year-old boys and girls who hit puberty, and but mostly boys, who want to see things. And Until they're... In their fifties, to their fifties, and you're like, I'm pulling it as hard as I can. It's not I, happening. I've never pushed rope just myself. It's so weird. Um, so I think it'll be something in porn, and that'll be the oh my god, have you done blank? And well, I think it, there will probably be it, there will be efforts in porn, but then it will. Like that whole sort of sensory thing will be like, oh, they'll take it to your hands or whatever instead of to your genitals. And that's when it'll hit right. mainstream, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it'll start with like dick stuff. Definitely dick stuff. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, they're doing it over in uh, Singapore. You fly over there and you put this suit on. But would and, you do that? And would you can you, fuck Gene Smart with well, an avatar of Gene Smart. Would you participate in that? In uh, VR fucking of Gene Smart? Or just VR fucking? VR fucking. Uh no, it's not, I'm I'm out of the demo. I'm out yeah, of the age okay. range. But what about VR? Anything like it, like in terms of interaction, like where you can show up as a 19 year old Stephen Kruger? No, no, with I a ponytail. You had a ponytail. I had right? I, I had a rat tail and a man bun. It was a I weird look. And I also had one of the bass player from the Misfits thing in the front. You know, and 
It's so weird because I was like, why do I want to punch Steve Kruger? I'm 19 years old. I don't even know who Steve Kruger is, but I want to punch him. I want to to fly across the country and punch him. No, I was in New England at the time. Oh, you were. There is is video of me I found, and I wasn't like trying to find myself. I was trying to show someone I knew what my high school was like in the 80s, and I think I typed in my high school in the 80s, and the first video that came up was a little in-house, you know, like... We talked to the students of my high school, and I'm, I am literally the first person they interview. Nothing has changed. I want to punch you right now. He's like, what mu- this is like 1986, and he goes, what's your favorite band? And I'm standing there, like, kind of not, not looking at them, and just, I'm wearing, like, a Kraftwerk shirt with a backward baseball hat and a plaid shirt. Like, I look like I'm going to join Pearl Jam in about seven years. Yeah, and right, the first thing out of my mouth is, um, I'm a dickhead. No, uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Oh, now you've thrown me off. Suzanne Vega. I said Suzanne Vega, like, like that. Like I had, like he just walked up to me, this this host, and said, "What's your what's your favorite band?" And I just said, uh, "Suzanne Vega." Like, like it was chambered, and the rest of the people, it's the '80s. They're like, "Oh, Springsteen, you too." A Bon Jovi, like, and they're all wearing. Suzanne Vega was huge pop back then. Do I look like a Suzanne Vega fan, especially then? I just want to punch you. In the I know, face. and I was like, "Look at that guy. He needs a punch." <laughs> same voice, same deep voice, and nothing has changed. It's kind of amazing. I, I, I dare say, I, I've not. There's not a lot of video of me in the '80s because I Thank was God. I was uh, a troubled youth, but. Yeah. Just to see myself running with scissors. Just to see myself, and I'm like, "Why did you say that?" Oh, because I'm fucking. This guy wants a real answer out of me, and I'll just be a dick. And nothing has changed. No, it hasn't. That's where forty it started. years later. JP says that Half Life Alex was a proper AAA VR title that Valve put out. It was pretty amazing. I'm experimenting with how to get wireless VR working in my garage. To experience it again with a bigger play space. Yeah. So, I guess the question is: Is the metaverse? Is VR? Is it a something that is a play space? Is it? Is it like sandbox? Or no? Is it? Is it a, a trifling distraction? Or is it something that is actually going to develop into something that Mark Zuckerberg believes it will be the the next basis for for how we do business and how we conduct ourselves? You're doing that thing again. What, what was the question? It was a very specific question. But can you can you just can you put it on the diet and just put it at the end of your thought? Just no, I I said it right there. Like, is it a <laughs> is it a distraction or is it a is it a will it, will is it, it a diversion into... or is it how we do business? I think it's how we do business. I think. If, oh, that's interesting because you were just yeah, that's oh I'm I'm eventually yes like like okay. it, like well well. Like in like in the Avengers, but I'm talking now. I don't with the technology that we have now. I'd rather just sit on Zoom. I'd rather just get together at a coffee shop. I'd rather whatever. So Mark is not there yet. But we just talked about porn. How those people are like have an active audience. They 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 want they they're drug addicts. They need new, fresh, constant. Evolution of technology. Why are you looking new, at me when you say that? New content. I tried to look at your dog. Your dog looks very, like, sad that this is what we're talking about. And uh, so porn will come up with the killer app, and then Mark will go, that's what I thought it was going to be all along. You're going to wear these gloves, 
and they'll do everything. And we on won't your stare. dick. On your dick. They're called dick gloves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's something, you know, like, we'll look back and go, oh, yeah, why did we do it that way? Why did we use the fucking phone line to make a bunch of beeps to get on the internet? Well, that's that's how, we, that's what they thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's not what it is. It'll morph into something that will make sense and it will it'll all we'll all adopt we're all on the internet we're all using some sort of high speed internet no one is dialing in and if they are i don't think you can listen to us i don't think it would take too long to download this podcast yeah yeah uh, it's a couple two three hours over on the aol oh. <laughs> The little status bar. 289 minutes left. Okay, this is the last thing for the mail sack, and this is from last week. I have my apologies. Uh, for the mail sack, I tried to watch Twilight as Cassandra suggested oh, right. and was stunned how instantly terrible it was. Real bad. Horrible writing, yes. horrible directing. Yes. So bad that Anna Kendrick and Kristen Stewart both look like they're terrible actors, which they ain't. I only... Made it 10 minutes in, but I want those 10 minutes back. I hold Cassandra responsible. Shut up, Steve. Love, what? John what? Sylvain. Oh. <laughs> He's on the show. He can write. We can write in. He can, when when you're can, not in. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, I don't think that woman's a very good director. I think, I, I think a lot of it falls on her. What's her name? Stephanie something? Catherine Hardwick. Catherine Hardwick. She directed the first one. Oh, yeah. Stephanie Myers wrote it. Right, right, right. The novels. But Catherine Hardwick directed now, the first one. And what did she one. do? She's She directed 13. Yeah, it was very you know, good. But uh, the, she she left after the first one. And yeah, then, yeah. The, the rest are horrible, too. Oh, you watched them? I've never watched them. I watched like bits and pieces. And I actually read the first book, and I was like, this is just silly. It's, yeah, it's young adult. It, they're yeah. all like that. They're all... They're meant to be consumed but, very quickly and not thought of like literature. Just, but it's hard to write that though. Very hard. Yeah, very hard. Wasn't your wife trying to write young adult? Sure. Yeah. No, but I worked for the Freeform, which was formerly a- ABC Family, and they would I, I occasionally like adapt a, a young adult book, and it was more in the like girly girly space like we're a bunch of all pairs and we're stuck in nantucket for the summer and oh, we're that's gonna... what i need the vr porn <laughs> yeah, exactly i was like them. this could be so much porny but uh and i remember you know they give you a book what do you think and can we make it into a pilot and i i remember reading one of these young adult books and i've never read a book where a chapter was less than a page yeah and, yet... I, and i went wow they really just Crank these out. Or was it a literary conceit? No, it was like, I'm like I'm reading a treatment for a book to be written at a later date. Uh, Seth Manukin, my writer friend who did the Panic Virus, his wife is a young adult writer, and it's like a, it's a churn and burn business. You know, you sit in a room, a, a Columbia journalism literature grad writes a fucking treatment over a weekend, whacked out on Adderall. A bunch of accountants are like, so you're saying Seth Manukin's wife is addicted to No, Adderall. no, she's the writer. They, they like a, a, a young adult publishing company farms out the outlines to college oh, and then kids. She just... And then they're you're handed an outline and they're like, Great, we'll see in three weeks. We'd like a, a you know, a draft of a book. I would I would love that challenge. 
yeah, she, just, you know, just she, because and, like, and she was sort of saying like, yeah, there's, there's a lot more accountants in those meetings yeah, and yeah. less creatives. Like it's not and, a, and by the way, JP, that's the black box, al- black box algorithm at working again, you know, I wish it was a black box algorithm. It's a bunch of accountants going, yeah. well, this book sold better. So there it's organic black box, which is never right. as good. Like I just give me real data, but being counter algorithm. Yeah. But she's, you know, it, the the sort of fantasy that you know the Hemingways of the world you go get drunk all day long and then after dinner you yeah you have a snifter of brandy and you type a couple of pages of Look, your great novel like that's not how it works I just think that like having constraints is a always a huge productivity thing for me oh yeah yeah um speaking of which I did I for the first time I. I gave notice a two weeks. Notice oh, you gave notice at a job today. Well, you've only had one job. Yeah, I've only had one job, but and I, you quit it, and I quit it. So I have no job. Uh, you're, you're old enough to retire. You I'm, get unemployment, or uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Oh. But, but anyhow, it was it was a very liberating feeling. Have you ever given two weeks notice at a job? No. Um. Yeah, you were the type who threw his apron on the ground and like walked out or no I'm sorry skateboarded out skateboarded out, out of, of the yogurt Boston, <laughs> Boston market the, could have been a millionaire store. nope um, sold all my bitcoin at $13 yeah yeah uh, that must have felt good I it it did but I it didn't like you know I've been that's one of the reasons why I haven't been sleeping well is that like my job is 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 stressful it probably doesn't need to be but that's just the type of person I am mm-hmm. And I I internalized it more than I probably should, mm-hmm. and then I mm-hmm. just decided to quit. And I oh, so you don't have another job? Not yet. Oh, but, but you've just had it. I just had it. Oh, yeah. What a very young person thing to do. That's I very... said, just take this job and shove it. Yeah, that, I I felt like that's a late twenties. I just, I hate it. I got to quit my job. What are you going to do after this? I don't know. Well, but you're like. They're hiring as dishwashers down the street. Yeah, you get a job anyway. Any fast food place is hiring. The post office is sending me stuff via email. Like, we're also hiring. Like, you get a job at the post office. They had to send an email to get it to you. you I know. That's weird. Weird. Yeah, very. <laughs> the thing that is uh, that is putting them out of business. They're, they they're use to be like, we on. need more workers. Like, how? Yeah. What is going on? Yeah, and and um, but I I didn't handle it. I mean, I've been at this company for a couple of years, and and I was just like, I was like, can I talk to you to my manager after a meeting? And Did you do it in that voice? I, uh, can I talk to you? I just. Here's the problem. Two weeks. No, I just said uh, I. I just want to submit my two weeks, and, and without any sort of preamble, and 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 the manager was wept. No, she was like, "Okay, <laughs> welcome to corporate. Welcome to the the working world. Okay, yeah, cool. We'll yeah. just hire someone else." I'm like, all right. So, not thank you for your service, or we're gonna no. Uh, she she did say, "Oh well, that's." Uh, Sorry to see you go, and that's it. Great, yeah. But you know, two years no raise, two years, and you don't have another job. Jesus, in this economy, wow. But okay, they 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 um, they treat Marty no good. Yeah, I mean, because like you know, no raise. But did you ask for a raise? I did. Oh, okay. Then fuck them. Yeah, I did the right thing. 
I did, and I was like, I got a promotion, but no raise. No, that's not that's that's just not a more work. That's yeah. more work for less and, money. And then when they announced the promotions uh, in the department, I was not listed in them. They love to do that now. They're like, so and so got promoted. Like, who fucking wants to get? I don't want to get promoted. I want to get. I, I mean, want a boat, motherfucker. Actually, Pay you know me what? more money. It's it's a very small thing to do that that doesn't cost them anything. I don't even know why they didn't like just uh, sounds like a toxic environment a little bit a little bit yeah so anyhow well good for you yeah yeah so i have two weeks left i'm gonna just dick off no i I have so much work oh i got so so much to do and you got to train your replacement oh well that's something i'm gonna have to discuss oh dear yeah give me a little more scratch for that yeah yeah. double dip how much how much how much you paying me to train i've got uh, some very valuable documents that uh, can make the job easier (laughs) (laughs) all right good for you that's fun yeah yeah no i've never because i don't i haven't worked a lot of like job job type jobs it's a lot of shows and a lot of freelance things so they just end and I've quit shows, but you don't like give a two week notice. You're just like, "Fuck you, this thing." F-. And it, oh, have pretty. You, I've quit shows and burn bridges. Yeah, uh-huh. you got to sometimes. You got to feel. You know, uh-huh. got to feel alive. That's why Larry David doesn't return your calls anymore. Ah, no, I didn't work on Curb. <laughs> but yeah, generally in the freelancey TV world, you don't quit. You just. This fucking thing sucks. I hate this. I hate everyone. Well, just six more weeks and then fuck all of you. And then you're at drinks at the last day and you're like, oh, we're going to fucking hang out. We love you. And then you fucking never speak to them again. Yeah. That, it's a very different world. And I, yes. I don't know if it's, uh, if it, does it feel like fake? I mean, you know. The world? Oh, no. That, that world. That world. Which world? That work world. Well, because now you're in a more corporate environment. Yes. And do you, does that feel like a, a, a huge departure in terms of how how you like comport yourself? No, it's I I, I I'm th- this podcast aside. I'm pretty good at reading the room and improving. <laughs> You're really shitty at <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, shitty at it. Just kind of like eh, mirror what that guy said, and just not know when to nod and know when to jump in and. Uh, I'm like a world-class bullshitter. That's where my storytelling abilities come from. And so you're just in a scene with a bunch of people and you have to kind of listen and read and know when to speak and know when to shut up. I remember one of my first jobs... a skill I never learned. Yeah, I know. Uh, So as I was saying... At the Gary Oldman company, and there was a receptionist. She was an actress, older lady. She uh, answered the phones part-time-ish because she was still auditioning you know that 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 old tired fucking chestnut in la like i'm i need to be able to audition and so she'd work part-time and she couldn't by the way i can still audition oh yeah okay good and uh she couldn't like use the computer she's just like one of these older ladies who's just like "I, i don't know how computers work and i remember telling her like michelle you're an actress right she's like yes i'm like act like you know how to be a fucking receptionist (laughs) Just this is the greatest role you've ever had. It is five days a week, ten a.m. to four thirty, or whenever the fuck she'd leave. Act like you're, you know, you're you're researching a role, and just be a fucking receptionist. I don't know how these the phone works. I don't know how to send a call. Like, learn. 
Imagine you're going to be in a movie and you're a receptionist. You would like learn how, how everything works, even if you're like not even in the shot. You know, like uh, like Mike, like how Mike Lee creates his movies. The British director, Mike Pond, Mike Pond Lee. He takes a bunch of actors and they just like live the role for six months. You know, like they'll just go be, uh, you know, a bellhop at a at a, a security guard. Yeah, uh, and they'll just like work. You know, Daniel Day Lewis just like dives into the role and becomes. What was Daniel Day Lewis in? Uh, something, but. Just but, you know, David. Uh, what David Thewlis? Thewlis was a, a security guard in Naked, which yeah. is like such wonderful movie. Yeah. Everyone should watch that. But it's that's a, why he's so good because he researched the role. So Michelle, you're a receptionist. Research the role. Be. You know what? I don't believe you as a rece- I was trying to direct her. Like I don't believe you as a receptionist. <laughs> She didn't. She's just like I. I. I don't know how to do any of this. I really think that we're in a day and age where research is so fucking easy. Yeah. Like you, you should be able to do anything you want. If you're you just... an actor, act like a receptionist, and then she quit. Oh, I was about to hang up on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't give me a chance. Uh, all right. Well, Steve, I think we we've achieved a good <laughs> amount of nonsense. Achieved? Sure. Nonsense. We've achieved yes. nonsense. Yes. Hey, uh, I want to thank everybody for emailing us, Anthony and, and not you, Steve Owens. No, you, no. Steve Owens. No, absolutely. Steve you are Owens. a plague. Yes. No, Steve. Yeah, you're Steve. a terrible, terrible more, more. person. Steve, we want more, 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 more. Give it, give it to us, and everybody else who emailed in, and yeah. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Steve, what do you have got going this week? Nothing. No, tell us a little about, give us a little glimpse of what your work day, what, what your work week is like. Uh, I, I get on a bunch of Zoom calls in the morning and then I kind of stare off into space after them and then I play this video game where I design subway systems for major cities. What's it called? Uh, Metro City or me- Mini oh, yeah. Metro. Right. And then I pound the keyboard for a while and I go, that sucked. And then usually I take a nap or I walk the dog and then I have another meeting and then I pound the keyboard for a while and I send it off. And pound the keyboard is a euphemism for masturbation? No, I have great big fat fingers. No, and this I, is, I this is the- why you're... This is, you did say that you're bad at improv. So. I'm bad at improv. Yeah, okay. And that's my week. All right. And hopefully, uh, I will record you doing some Subterra soon. Yeah. Because uh, I've absolutely. started with the other... A- oh, there's other actors. Did I... Did I do other people know that? Wait, did what? I, there are other Wait, people. Wait, what? Well, no, not... I've been working on... <laughs> I've got a great... <laughs> Mal, Mal. Gotten Himmel! <laughs> ah! We must stop the revolution from happening! <sighs> Yes. Two weeks' notice, huh? <laughs> a baking powder? What? A baking powder? <laughs> Come yes. Again? Come again? So, yeah, it'll be coming soon. I'm very excited. It's very, oh, it's going it, to be a lot it, of fun. It, this is a super, super fun season, and I, I'm saying that I'm biased, of course, but I, like, I'm in the thick of it, and it's, it's really, really cool. I'm super excited, and I'm, I'm actually, I, I really think annoyed like, next, that it's not ne- out now. Next time. W- we should record ourselves when we work together outside of this because we have a completely different dynamic where I I'm like, very subservient. No, 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 no,
but like I feel like I'm like I, I'm very respectful and I give you like honest feedback and we talk about things like people don't realize that we have ew a, like, why a, are you com- spoiling it oh my god it's we so have like gross. a completely different dynamic when we're like you're you're acting and I'm directing you and giving you I don't know it's 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 fat I I just recall doing it recently and having Steve is like surprisingly professional yeah like that's the weird thing like this I I seem like so unhinged around you and you seem so angry and then we get together in this other space and I'm like so that last take I feel like like he wasn't uh you know lost in this feelings the reason why is because I I give him some propofil before every time oh, I'm, I'm like, gonna i'm gonna be shooting that up yeah, every time yeah, that, I, every chance I, I get this is how i digest steve is just with a good healthy dose of propofil but would you not say that i'm strangely professional and giving when we're in a, like a, no you wouldn't you I, you can I, negate the premise but no, i'm like trying I, no, to like i'm not like, negating i'm not i haven't even responded yet eh, you were giving you, you responded <laughs> all right enough uh yeah it, it, look for it look for it in your podcast feed if you're not already subscribed you should be doing so it is super cool and not just because i'm involved it's super cool because it is just well constructed well written yeah it, it's gonna the second season is gonna be awesome cool so all right thank you everybody Bye. please email us Bye. at noonerpodcast at gmail.com and we will see, oh, well, hopefully we'll have more Murps next week because Steve and I hate each other right now. And we will see you next Tuesday. Oh, shit. That didn't work, did it? It was supposed to play. Uh, okay. We will see you next Tuesday. If that been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. Co Internet Radio.